You're listening to the Law of Attraction Radio Network. Welcome to the Stream of David Show, where David taps into higher consciousness and shares divine guidance from the stream, answering all of life's questions and guiding you to the life of your dreams. Sit back with your mind opened as you come along with us on this wonderful journey of higher enlightenment. Here's your host, David Strickle. Hi, welcome to the Stream of David Show. Today's episode is going to be about the difference, or should I say the balance, of allowing things to just arrive magically into our lives and actually taking action to make them happen. As a type A workaholic (laughs) human being, I definitely struggle with this. Because here I channel source. I have all this information coming to me. I trust it implicitly. I absolutely do. I'm here sharing it with all of you for your benefit. I share it with myself for my own benefit. I know that the best way to everything that we want is to allow it to magically unfold. But I also know that we didn't come here to sit on the sofa and just think our way into manifesting everything. I I suppose that's possible. The stream says anything is possible. But they've also said that we didn't come here to just sit and manifest. We, we came here to take action. Absolutely. But action in alignment. That's the important thing. So the reason I'm having this show is because a, a listener requested it, actually requested it today. Perfect timing. I'm getting ready to do a new show. I always really wait until the last minute to figure out exactly what the show is going to be about. Usually it's inspiration at the last minute. And then I dive in, bring the stream in and the show ends up being hopefully pretty good because that last minute inspiration, it's not anything that's planned at this point. And it's very organic and very fluid as those of you that listen all the time know, we kind of bounce all over the place, but there's lots of information. There's lots of teachings from the stream. There's lots of things that I do feel we need to cover perhaps more than once. You need to hear it different ways. I know I do. So I appreciate the email. First of all, you know who you are that sent it. I'm not going to call you out on here. I don't know if you're up for that or not. But I do appreciate your feedback, all of you. So always feel free to reach out. Feel free to email david at thestreamofdavid.com and let me know what your thoughts are about the show. The show is here for your use. And I want it to be meaningful. I want it to change your life. I feel like the stream has a message to offer that is absolutely life-changing. In fact, I know it is. It changed my life, and now I've seen it change the lives of many others. So there's great value in it if you're vibrationally aligned to it. So back to the topic of hammering it in versus allowing it. What I struggle with personally is fully understanding that I need to get in vibrational alignment with everything that I want and and fully understanding that the universe can and will and absolutely has delivered things to me in magical ways that I could have never imagined. I share those on here often. But I also like to be busy. I get up really early. I go to the gym. I get home. I'm all pumped up and motivated from that. I want to get things done. I want to work in my business. I want to get my hands into it. I don't want to just go sit outside in the sunshine, which is easy to do here in Palm Springs, 
and just manifest everything, just allow it all to drop in my lap. I want to be involved. But I also find when I start really hammering at it and really getting in and thinking that I've got to work harder, I've got to do more, I've got to create more content, more social media, I need to write another book, I need to get into Facebook and do more live videos, I need to create something new. When I start thinking of it from a have-to perspective, a hammering-it-in perspective, things always slow down. Things get quiet. Suddenly, the growth isn't happening. Suddenly, the new listeners, the new followers, the new people you know, coming into boot camp, all of those things that I do in my business kind of slow down a little bit because I realize when I'm really hammering away at it, I'm operating from a place of fear, fearing that I'm not going to reach that next level fast enough. I'm extremely impatient, and I find myself really wanting to be very well known as a, as a, as a channel and, and have millions of followers and have sold out workshops all over the world, have a boot camp full of people all the time, have hundreds of thousands of subscribers to channels and apps and live streaming and all these things that I dream about in a business sense. All based on sharing the stream, yes, but absolutely ego-driven business stuff. And not even about the money. Money comes. I'm not concerned about that. It really is for me. It's it's an ego drive thing. You know, I, I want to get the stream out there. I want to share the stream because I know their value. I know that it can and will change the lives of millions of people. And I want to be part of that. It feels good. Ego driven, yes. Benevolent, yes. <laughs> but they have shared with me that, you know, my ego drive is part of this. It's one of the reasons that it's flowing through me is because I'm willing to get out there and put myself out there and, you know, perhaps really ruffle some feathers with some of the things that they say. And I'm completely fine with that. And then I have this ego that that wants to get out and get on stage and share their message. And I have this this drive that wants to create a lot of content. So all of that is good stuff. There's nothing wrong with any of that. I get it. But then when I bleed over into that hammering it in space, making it happen, getting it done, have to do it, it doesn't feel so good. And I realize that I've sort of dipped into fear mode a little bit. And I try not to let myself dip into that at all if I can help it. I've been practicing Taya, what we now call Taya, for 10 years. I've been working on this for a long time. And it's done a lot of amazing things in my life. But it doesn't stop me from being human. And it doesn't stop me from experiencing polarity. And it doesn't stop me from having obstacles. It just allows me to handle those things in a much more efficient way. And now, of course, I've taken that and turned it into a boot camp program where I teach other people the same thing. Many of you have spoken to me about it. Some of you have taken it. Over 50 of you have taken it at this point. And we talk about this often. When do we need to get to work and get busy and, and, and make things happen? And when do we need to sit back and, and get into alignment and allow? And of course, I think we probably all know the answer. If, we've been, if you've been listening to this show for a while, you know that it's about getting into alignment first. Knowing that it is, knowing that it will be, knowing that it will be everything that you want it to be. And that it's all going to work. And that there is going to be a magical unfolding. And where we get tripped up very often, where the stream guides us to really watch out, is when those obstacles arrive. 
when it seemed like our desire is manifesting, our ultimate desire is manifesting, and then suddenly, poof, it's gone. Something happens. That dream job is right there at our fingertips. And it's going to be everything that we ever wanted. And we know that we're manifesting it and we're thanking the universe and we're so happy about it. And then suddenly it's off the table. So what causes that? Where does that come from? And how do we deal with it? You know, the interesting thing, we all say things like the universe sends us a sign. The universe teaches us a lesson. The universe delivers. In truth, we're doing all of it. We are placing our obstacles. We are creating our abundance. We are creating our lack of abundance. We are creating the situation where we are on our paths to manifesting something and then suddenly it doesn't happen. We are the creator of our struggles. And yes, we are doing that as part of a process. We are creating negative situations from a soul consciousness level, understanding that we are going to bounce even higher in the fall. That we need to go a little deeper. That we need to experience the contrast. Because we will grow from it. So we do these things to ourselves. We, we place those obstacles. We create the contrast. The universe isn't teaching us a lesson. We're teaching ourselves a lesson in all of this. We are teaching ourselves that we need to stay in alignment. One of the things that I have learned in my long practice of Taya, and that I am now teaching people that are getting out of boot camp and going into the mastery program and, and beyond, that the more you raise your default vibration, the higher and higher and higher you need to continue to go. It never ends. And you may be sitting there thinking, gosh, I'm just starting to embark on this journey. I don't even know really what Taya is yet. I don't know about this boot camp thing David's talking about all the time. But I have to just keep working at it and working at it and working at it. Yes, you do. It's a spiritual practice. And we are expansive beings here on planet Earth, and we are expansive beings eternally as a soul consciousness. Source is expansive, and we can never go back. And think about it. Our lives here on planet Earth are a little tiny reflection of our universal lives, our eternal lives. Imagine human society, imagine humanity going back now to the 1950s, knowing what we know. And sometimes that sounds charming, I understand, going back to simpler times. But the truth is, we can't go back. We can't go back there and live comfortably in that time frame because we've advanced well beyond it. It would be so boring to us. It'd be charming for a little while. Walk downtown to the diner or the soda fountain or whatever they had in the 50s. I should probably be speaking more of the 80s because I wasn't alive in the 50s. But, you know, the 80s seemed pretty charming at this point to me. I'm 51 years old. And I think about how things were in the 1980s. I was sitting uh, the other night out somewhere and there were music videos playing. And the people I was with were younger than me. And they were all talking about how they don't understand music videos what the purpose of a music video is, why anybody would watch anything like that. 
why they're even produced, where you even really watch them other than out at a club or something. And I thought it was so interesting because I remember around 1980 when music videos first started coming out, I was a young, gosh, how old was I? I was getting into my early teens and how exciting it was, how cool it was that from now on music was going to be more than music. It was going to be visual also. And then this cool network called MTV was coming out and all MTV was going to do was play videos 24 hours a day. And that was just going to be awesome. Just sit and watch music video after music video after music video. And they were back in the 80s. They were these little movies. They were really, really cool. And of course, they're not anymore. That was part of the charm of the 80s. That was really advanced for that time. And now it's something that the younger generations think is is silly, passe. You can't go back. You can't go back to that earlier time, even if you really enjoyed it. It's kind of like moving away from your hometown. Everybody says, you've probably heard this saying, you can't go back home. I did that. I moved away from my hometown of Minden, Louisiana, early on, early 20s, and moved to Atlanta. Then I moved to Florida. I've moved around quite a bit. And years and years later, when I was living in Florida, I went back to visit my grandmother and drove around this this charming little town where I grew up. And suddenly it didn't look so charming. It seemed kind of downtrodden, if not a little trashy. And it just wasn't the same vibe that it was when I lived there. You know, in my mind, it's that time capsule of those wonderful years that I spent there. I loved growing up in a small town. I loved growing up in the 1980s. It was just such a fun, cool time. And I had just had a blast as a teenager. But I know that I could never go back there. I could never go back and live there now and be comfortable at all. Having lived in San Francisco and Seattle and other places that are a lot more cosmopolitan, it just would not be enough for me. So we can't go back. We can't go back in time because we are expansive beings. And part of that expansion is new creation. And everything that we are doing, everything that we are creating, and we are creating everything that's happening in our lives, and and we are collectively creating the entire universe, absolutely planet Earth, we are co-creating all of it via consciousness. Humanity's consciousness is shifting on numerous topics, now more than ever, according to the stream, and that's why we're seeing so much contrast. That's why we are seeing so much friction with government and with just society in general starting to really disagree we're sort of starting to really butt heads but if you court of course if you look back we've been doing this for quite some time none of this is new but i absolutely see momentum building away from this period of society building the stream teaches that all the time that humanity went through this long period of society building where we were very much allowing ourselves to be controlled by just a few people. Church leaders, politicians, government and religion really ruled. And now we see the ones that are born, the millennials, the ones that have been born in the last 20, 30 years, are are less and less up to speed with that. They're questioning it more than ever. They don't need government. They don't need religion. And a lot of us have progressed to that place in our spiritual practice to understanding all of that, that we create our reality, that we don't really need a government to take care of us, 
that we don't need a religion to tell us how to live. We know to treat people well. We know the, the, the better we treat other people, the better we feel, and the better they treat us. We know not to harm other people. We just know these things. We, we don't need the threat of eternal damnation to behave in such a way. But perhaps there was a time that we did need all of that. That humanity needed some consequences. They needed the threat of <laughs> hellfire and damnation to behave in such a way. But absolutely, it got out of control. And some, some sects, some religions took those things much further than others, for sure. But we're all seeing now that we create our reality. We don't necessarily need to rely on other people to tell us how to live or what to do. We can manage our own lives. We have the power to do all of that. We innately know right from wrong. And when we're up our spiral, when we're up in positive emotion, we're not looking to harm other people. We're not looking to harm ourselves. We're not looking to do things that are going to have negative consequences. We are up our spirals in confidence. We are up there knowing that we create our reality and that we can create whatever we want. We are up there understanding that we can be as active a participant in the creative process of anything that we want, but also understand that it needs to be from a high spiral, positive, in alignment with your true desire perspective. Knowing that it's going to happen, trusting your abundance, being in a state of knowing. The stream has spoken lately a lot about the state of certainty. When you are certain, it is coming. When you are certain about it, it is on its way to you in your certainty. How valuable is that? And of course, the trick is to reach that place of certainty, that point of certainty, and stay there. And you can do that. You can train yourself to align and stay in a state of certainty. Because as the stream says, everything flows in your knowing. Everything. When you know it, when you are certain of it, when you feel it, when you're relaxed about it, not sitting and mentally hammering it into place. The mental hammering it into place can be just as detrimental as physically trying to hammer something into place without alignment. Because what inevitably happens when you sit and try to mentally hammer something into place, when you sit and try to meditate money into your life, and when you sit and try to meditate better health, when you're trying to make it happen through meditation, I'm going to align with this. I'm going to sit and think about it. I'm going to feel it. I'm going to feel the essence of it. You can do that. But what happens more times than not when you're doing that is you are activating the vibration of it not being there. The I want this so bad, I feel it, I know it, it's coming, I want it so bad, inevitably turns into the where is it? Why isn't it here yet? Why is this taking so long? Doesn't the universe understand that I have bills to pay? Doesn't the universe understand that I don't feel well? That I'm sick of being sick? 
Doesn't the universe understand that I need that new relationship now? I need that person in my life now. I'm lonely. I'm tired of living this way. I want to live and love and laugh and share my life with someone. Doesn't the universe understand? Of course the universe does. But remember, you are the universe. You are part of it. And because we understand the law of attraction, we understand that our work is not to sit and hammer it into place mentally. Our work is to set a positive intention, know what we want, and be steadfast in our knowing. And very often I hear from people that say things like, I don't know what I want. But in truth, we're all judgmental. The stream says that. We are all judgmental people. We all are judging and discerning our preference about everything all day long. Of course, there's a negative side to being judgmental where you can take it to a different place where you're needing someone else to agree with you or behave the way that you want them to behave. But with this practice of Taya and just being up your spiral in general, you don't need that anymore. You can look at someone else and see how they're living their lives and say to yourself, I do not want that. I want this. I want this other thing. So yes, you're judging them and doing that, but then you leave it at that. Let them do that thing that you think is screwing up their lives. It's none of your business. Let them do it. Even if you're related to them, even if it's your child, especially your adult child. I know that's difficult to hear, but that's a a huge, huge leap forward that the stream has shared with us. When you learn to allow other human beings to live their contrast regardless of what it is, Understanding that you're not going to change anyone. Understanding that you need to work on yourself. We all do. I've had these messages coming to me my entire life. I've been practicing Taya for 10 years. My life is going very well. But it's not perfection. And there's stuff that I need to work on every day. That's why I get on here and share all of my human stuff with all of you. I met a new person over the weekend and we were laughing and I had a pool party and just, you know, cutting up and just being relaxed about things. And he's someone that just met me and he says, wow, you're really different than a lot of the people that I follow that are spiritual. You know, Deepak, (laughs) Deepak is so serious and reserved. And perhaps he is all the time. I don't know Deepak. But I also said, you know, you're, you're getting a public image of someone. And where I change a little bit is I I very publicly share a lot of my personal life. And the reason that I do that is not just because I love talking about myself so much. The reason that I do that is because I love to share how I'm utilizing the stream's teachings and how you can achieve all of these things in your life and manifest on all topics, but still not reach a state of perfection, but still be happy, still be joyous. Feel good regardless of what's going on. I absolutely have obstacles. I've manifested some serious stuff lately, especially. But I meet them in joy and overcome them in ease and and live in joy through the process. That's what all this is really about. If someone's out there, you know, selling the idea of a life of perfection via the law of attraction, I I don't buy that. 
You can discern your own preference. I'm not telling you what to think at all. But I don't believe for a second that we came here for lives of perfection. We exist that way in our completed state. We come here for the contrast. We come here for the obstacles and and, and overcoming them. And when you start believing that and feeling that and knowing and being confident in your ability to overcome them, man, life changes. It changes dramatically. You are just joyous regardless of what's going on in your life. You just know that it's going to work out. Because there's no messing this up. And the very worst thing that can happen from our perspective is death. Yet that's a return to a state of pure positive energy. Do you trust that? Do you believe that? Do you believe that you're eternal? Do you believe that you're going to be in a stream of pure positive energy? When you depart this lifetime, if you believe that and you no longer fear death, what is is left to fear? I urge all of you to get to this, this fearless place. It is so amazing. This is what I want for each and every one of you is get to this place of pure confidence, fearlessness, not being afraid of death, not being afraid of being wrong. Not being bothered by other people. It's so amazing to live life this way. This is why I do this show. Because I want each and every one of you to to find your paths to this. Whether you ever get into my boot camp or not, I hope the show at least inspires you. To find your path to freedom and joy. To find your way out of wherever you have manifested yourselves into. We all do that. We all get down the path in life into situations that seem irreversible, perhaps even seem dire. But I tell you, I work with people every day that are sick, that are broke, that their businesses are failing, their relationships are failing, they don't feel so good about themselves. And I see miraculous change in a very short period of time. This is why I push them to go do their testimonial videos, to share it with everyone. It doesn't just help me enroll more people into my boot camp program. It helps them. When you make progress, go sing it from the rooftops. If this show helps you, go onto social media and talk about it. Because the more you put out, the more you're going to get back. It only helps you. Okay, it helps me too. <laughs> but it really does help you. This is why a lot of people think that some of the people that read my book and stuff think that I'm bragging about everything all the time. Maybe I am. But the only reason I care, you know, if if it weren't to help you, I wouldn't care to do it. I would just go my merry way, manifest my stuff, my better feeling body, my improving body. Not perfect for sure, but improving body. My new business that's doing well. My clarity, my joy. The new friendships I've made. All of these amazing things that I really value in my life. Yes, I'm manifesting all of that stuff. And it just keeps unfolding and unfolding and unfolding. And I meet new people that I resonate with. More more resonance now on a regular basis than ever before. 
more ease now, more clarity, more just joyful day after joyful day. It's a wonderful way to live life. And it's all about being up my spiral. I make that my priority. So don't be afraid to brag about your alignment and your manifestations. You know, a lot of our religions and things teach us to be humble. Don't talk about ourselves, put other people first. The stream is very opposite of all that. The stream is all about getting ourselves in alignment, getting ourselves joyful, getting ourselves clear, learning these things and understanding that if we want to help the world, the very best thing that we can offer is our up the spiral alignment, our positive example of what can be and how we get there. And I will tell you, for me, doing this enough for myself and helping some people through business, I got to a point in life where I couldn't just do it for a job anymore. Helping people make money on comm- in commission sales. That's what I did for 20 years. I loved helping people do that. I loved it when my employees came having never made six figures before and I showed them how to do that and more. And they bought their first home or bought a new car or went on a great vacation. I loved that. That was my job satisfaction. But even that got to a point where that wasn't enough anymore. I had to share this message with the world. I had to quit that job. I had to start this show. I had to write a book. I had to do more. And I know now that that's my life's journey for the rest of my life is to continue to share this. To continue to provide my own up the spiral example of what's going on in my life how I'm utilizing these teachings. But it's all from an inspired place. I do not allow myself to go too deep into hammering it in because when I do, things stop working immediately. Alignment first, and then action. But the the path to the action unfolds magically. I've told the story many times about when I left my corporate job at the beginning of 2018. I had a podcast and an unpublished book and absolutely no plan of how I was going to make a living. I had some money saved up, but no plan and no long-term. I, you know, I wasn't living off investments or anything like that. I wouldn't be able to live very well off investments at that point. So I just trusted I was guided to trust. I was guided to jump out of the airplane. I was told that I would figure it out. I would build the parachute on my way down and I would be just fine. And suddenly I was introduced to this person who helps people create courses, especially spiritual leaders, spiritual teachers create courses. And I was immediately turned off by it. I remember telling her, I'm, that's not my path. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to write books. I'm going to be a best-selling author. I'm going to do workshops. I'm going to share the stream with the world that way and help people that way. And she was gracious enough to kick me off the call and tell me to go think about it and get back with her. And I really did like her. And I appreciate the fact that she sort of shut me down and, and kicked me off and told me to come back when I was a little <laughs> more in alignment. And I will tell you that it didn't take long at all. I got off of that call and I had a very strong feeling from the stream that I needed to to confer with them about this. 
And when I meditated, the answers that I got were very clear that that was my path unfolding, that I had asked, I had set the intention to work with people who were frustrated with the law of attraction, perhaps frustrated with, with some of the other teachers that are out there, who needed more tools, who needed to really work to clean up their vibration, who really wanted to release all their abundance blocks and manifest intentionally in all areas. That was my intention. I had no idea how I was going to get there. But it was very clear to me from the stream, as soon as I got up the spiral about it, that the courses were absolutely my path unfolding. That was how I was going to change people's lives. That's how, for a while at least, I was going to earn my living. And that it was going to be a beautiful thing. And I dove in. I went into her boot camp program. And I will tell you, there was a lot. A lot of new technology. Setting up a lot of things that I'd never done before. Doing a lot of things that in my corporate life, having been an executive for so many years, I was accustomed to having departments do for me. It was a lot of work. And in the middle of, of, of her boot camp, which was 12 weeks, I got the crazy idea to go and create a guided meditation app. And for those of you that uh, are not aware, I do have a guided meditation app called Streamscapes. and. I created Streamscapes. I didn't hire somebody else to build it. I built it, and I had no idea how to build an app. (laughs) I went and built it myself. So all of that was inspired action. It was a whole lot of inspired action at one time. Lots of 12-hour work days, lots of weekends. But I was inspired, and I loved every minute of it. I loved building all of these platforms out and building the academy online and building the, you know, the, the advertising funnels and all of that stuff, building the Facebook group. I loved it. I was inspired. I was up the spiral about it. I loved every minute that I spent doing it. But yes, I was taking physical action. I was learning new things. I was purchasing new software. I was getting it all set up to work together. I learned what IP, API codes were, whatever those are called. <laughs> I learned all of that stuff all these new skills, and it was wonderful. It was a time of extensive growth in my life that I learned these things because I was so inspired to do it. And now I go back and start to work on this stuff. And sometimes I sort of roll my eyes thinking, gosh, why am I messing with this? I need to get somebody else to do this now. I don't want to do this. My vibration's different about it. I was excited. It was new. I was very up the spiral about it. It aligned with my intention. And I know now that I have to be inspired. If I'm going to do something like that, I can work miracles. I can get through a very intensive 12-week boot camp program, move to a different city, and build an online guided meditation app all at the same time because I did it. But it was all inspired action. It was all in alignment with my intentions. And not only did I take inspired action, but it was amazing how the path, as long as I stayed up the spiral, the path just kept opening up and opening up and opening up. It still does. Including the arrival of of all of these people that help me with my business now. It seems like every time I have a new need or a new desire to bring somebody in to help me with something, the right person just magically appears in my life. Very often in the form of someone wanting to take Taya boot camp. 
most of the people who work in this business now are Taya Bootcamp graduates. And it's so helpful and so satisfying for them to understand how I think and what I do and how the business is going to run. And it's very a very different business than most businesses because it's very vibrationally focused. It's very law of attraction. It's, it's definitely not planned out the way a lot of businesses are and not ran from an analytical point of view at all the way most businesses are. And it's great that they understand that. It's so amazing that I, that I call these people in energetically. I manifest these people that I need when I need them. We can do this on all topics. Life does not have to be difficult. We can absolutely get into alignment, allow the path to unfold magically, dive in and get our roll our sleeves up and get our hands in it. But getting into alignment first and then understanding that anything is possible, that we can manifest money sitting on the sofa if that's what we want. But that's not very satisfying. I know a lot of people discover the law of attraction. One of the first things they want to do is win the lottery. And yes, every single person that wins the lottery is vibrationally aligned with it. And it's absolutely possible to do that. But I don't buy a lot of lottery tickets. Very rarely, in fact, do I do that. And that's because there's not a lot of satisfaction in the idea of just having an instantaneous pile of money. I want to create. It's not necessarily that I want to earn it. I want to co-create it. I want it to flow from things that I do, that I create. I just think there's so much more satisfaction in that. And yes, if I suddenly won millions of dollars tomorrow, I would take the money for sure. But I'm not out looking for that. If it happens, great. If it drops in my lap, that's amazing. But I really enjoy doing something that I love, knowing that I'm helping people in the process, and knowing that my dollars are flowing from that. I like that. I don't feel like I need to win the lottery. I don't feel like I need to win the lottery to be happy or to have the things that I want at all. I've lived a pretty good life so far and intend to live an even better one moving forward without even thinking about things like that. So I hope all this has made sense. This far into the show, you realize that we're giving the the stream a day off. (laughs) Because I really wanted to come at this from my human perspective. Because we know what the stream is going to say. They're going to come in and say that anything is possible, that we can manifest any way that we want. But they're also going to tell us that we need to have a balance. We need to first be in alignment and then jump in and and create things physically, if that's our desire. Belief is everything. If you believe that you have to toil away and work hard, and if you do, you'll be successful, then that's what your path is going to be. But you can also choose to believe that you can do something that you really love and not necessarily work so hard at it and have the dollars flow, have the success that you're looking for, or whatever it is on any topic. You don't have to go looking for it. You don't have to go looking for the relationship. You don't have to go looking for improved health. Just relax into it and know that it is. 
Be certain about it. Own your magic. Because we're all magic. And we get to choose ultimately how much effort or not we put into doing anything. But I promise you, I, I feel like none of us came here to sit and do nothing all day. That may sound appealing to some people, especially people that aren't type A like me and to each his own for sure. But I don't think we came here for that. I, I think we came here to find things that we like, discern our preferences, to create new things, to co-create as part of the collective consciousness, to overcome those obstacles and grow spiritually in the process of all of it. But with that said, if your desire is to win the lottery, then win the lottery. <laughs> this stream does not judge us at all. And though I'm a judgmental uh, human like every other human, discerning my preference toward what I want and away from what I don't, the last thing I would ever do is judge any of you for anything that you want. So let's all put this into action. Let's all agree. Let's make a pact that we're all going to ensure that we get into positive alignment with the things that we want first, that we're going to trust our abundance, and that we're going to sit back and allow the universe to surprise and delight us in the unfolding of the path, and that we are going to trust ourselves to know when it's time to jump in and take action, get our hands in it, and that we're going to trust our abundance enough and trust ourselves enough that we're not going to then bleed over into hammering it in mode, into fear mode, back into gotta get it done mode. Because that's where we get tripped up. For me, that's when things slow down. Relax, have fun, enjoy, take time off. Take a nap if that's your thing. Get out into nature. Find more things to appreciate in your day. That's the path. Joy is the path always. Fear is not. Reacting without going up the spiral first is not. Never works out well for me, I know that. Just remember, go up the spiral and then trust your abundance. Know that everything will flow in your certainty. And if you need to write that on post-its and place that all over your house, in your car, around your workspace, then do it. And as I close this topic down and talking about that, there's one other little thing that I want to touch on. And that is owning your spirituality. Not shoving it in other people's faces, but not being afraid to put those post-its up. Not being afraid to be honest and forthright about what you believe. And this is coming from someone who was in the spiritual closet for a while and slowly started coming out more and more and more. 
and not caring about the judgment of others and not caring about, you know, these intelligent corporate people that I worked around. When I got to the place where I didn't care at all about their judgment, that was a huge, huge step forward for me spiritually. When I could talk about the law of attraction, talk about what I'm into spiritually, not getting into like a preachy, you know, nobody wants to be preached to. I get that. But just talking about what my beliefs are, how I run my life and being very open about it around corporate type people who very often, you know, listen to things like that and think that you're insane or disagree. But getting to a place where you just don't care what other people think. That's another magical milestone in your life, I promise you. Getting to that place where you don't need to be right, where you don't need to argue your point. Getting to a place where other people's behavior is all about them and not about you. I was sharing a story. I took Lola to the dog park a couple of weekends ago, and I met this person. She ran right over to him, and he was talking to her, and I went over and said hello. And immediately, he starts telling me about how much money he has and how much money he sold his house for in San Francisco. And, you know, kind of getting into a a situation where it was obvious, I think he was trying to impress me. I don't know. And then really just saying some really, really negative things. And, you know, somehow like my neighborhood came up and I think my neighborhood in Palm Springs is great. I, I love my house. I love this mid-century neighborhood. But he was like putting down the neighborhood and the houses that are in it. And I just sort of walked. I said, all right, then I just sort of walked away. And didn't think much of it. I just thought, OK, I live in a pretty nice neighborhood. So if you're needing to put that down, then you're obviously trying to signal to me how wealthy you are. I don't, you know, something along those lines. I didn't care that much. I was telling that story to other people, just that this dog park has a negative vibe. And that was an example I was using. And somebody that I was with was saying, gosh, I would have confronted him. I would have told him off. You know, your neighborhood is so nice. And who does he think he is? And all this stuff. And I just said, why? Why do I need to do that? I don't I didn't care enough about the situation to dive into that. And there's nothing, especially something of that nature, that's worth me going down my spiral about. You know, getting into some sort of a confrontation with someone. And trust me, I used to be very confrontational. I was very much, I wouldn't necessarily start things with people. But if if anybody said anything from my childhood on into my 30s, I would just face-to-face address it. Very confrontational all the time. And as I got more and more into this practice, the, the more I realized that, is that really serving me? Do it, you know, my being right, my winning the argument, my standing up for myself. You know, I, I, I'm i a sort of a dominant alpha personality for sure. But I found that there's another way to that. I, I don't have people messing with me now. I don't feel like I'm disrespected out in public. But if I am, I, I just let it go. That's That's that other person's problem, not mine. If somebody's rude or, you know, cuts me off in traffic, it's just not worth me lowering my vibration to react to something like that, I'm going to put myself first. And in doing that, I'm going to put my vibration first because I know that if I want to help other people, if I want to be a a good citizen of humanity, 
or the universe as a physically manifested being at this time, the very best I can do is keep my vibe high and take care of myself and provide my eye spiral example to the world or whoever cares, even if nobody cares. So I'm not going to let anything like that get to me. My Maintaining my vibration is more important than anything else. I don't need to be right. I don't need to argue. I don't need to react to other people's lower vibrational behavior. And I understand that that doesn't make me superior or anything like that. It just, it's part of that stream connection. It's part of that source connection that's available to all of us. Just seeing the world from that higher perspective. Being easier about life. Understanding that the universe will deliver whatever we align ourselves with. And there's nothing to be stressed out about. There's nothing to be fearful of. There's nothing to argue about. Everybody else gets to live whatever life they want to live. They get to live their contrast. Most people are never going to find their paths in this lifetime to things such as this. This is sort of out there material for a lot of people. I think it's very leading edge, very cutting edge material. But man, what a good way to live life. And I see the people that I'm interacting with that are following these things and following this this practice of Taya that are getting similar results. So it works. And you're here, not by accident. You're listening, not by accident. This can be your path as well. I hope it is already. I hope you're inspired by all of this. If you've listened 49 minutes in, hopefully you are. And you can start to make these changes as soon as right now. Relaxing into your life more. Trusting more. Knowing more. Being certain. Huge life change for most of us. It was for me. And I absolutely hope that these words have been inspiring to you. Yes, you got David today. You didn't get the stream. (laughs) Sorry, no stream bonus. The stream will be back next week. We will return to our original format next week. And then I will probably post another stream answers all after that. I know that you like the variety. I get positive feedback about both, which is great. And I will tell you that uh, if you're not in the Facebook group, we we have shifted the Facebook group. It is no longer Abundance Breakthroughs. As of this week, it is now Law of Attraction 2.0. We're opening it up to hopefully help people understand what abundance breakthroughs means, what TIA means. Because it seems like people like the terminology Law of Attraction 2.0. And that's what the practice of TIA is. It is the next level of New Age thought. That's why we call it Next Age. It is the next level of Law of Attraction. Understanding polarity, understanding how to raise our default vibration, understanding how to get more of the things that we want, understanding how to harness our creative power on every single topic. The stream talks about these topical spirals that we all have. We all spiral at different levels and different things. Never at the same level at all times, but we can certainly get better control over all that. And I promise you, you can live a life 
with good relationships and excellent health, with a generous flow of money and friends who resonate with you around you and amazing experiences, whether it's going to the supermarket or taking an amazing vacation, making it all something that's joyous every day of your life and having that source connection realized, not flowing, it's always flowing, but realized, connected, clear, knowing your abundance is flowing. That's the focus here. That's what we're all about. So if you haven't joined the Facebook group, it is now called Law of Attraction 2.0, 2.0. I will post a link to join in the show notes. You can also join via our website, thestreamofdavid.com. Or you can just go onto Facebook and search Law of Attraction 2.0. And get into the group. Get active. You can find out from there how to participate in our live videos. I've been channeling the stream live on Facebook for several months now. And we have transitioned to group meetings where you can come and join a group webinar format and actually come on screen and ask questions. In fact, have a conversation with the stream. You can ask a conversation, hear their answer. Ask a follow-up question for greater clarity. This is where we're headed with all of this. We are, we are definitely headed to a live streaming scenario where we will have a lot more of these virtual live workshops. And then we will have in-person workshops that will also be live streamed to Facebook and YouTube and anywhere else we can stream it to. Bringing the stream's message to the world. So join the Facebook group. Follow us on Instagram. Follow us on YouTube. Rate and review the podcast if you have not already. Check out the Law of Attraction Radio Network website if you have not already done that. Check out Law of Attraction magazine. I have an article in every uh, issue that comes out. This past issue, the article is all about the practice of Taya. It goes into depth, greater depth than we ever talk about on the show for sure. So check those things out. The stream is all over the place for sure. But I absolutely appreciate all of you for listening, for subscribing and supporting this podcast or radio show, depending on where you're getting it. <laughs> it's the same thing. All right. Thank you so much for watching. As always, send me an email at david at the stream of if you're interested in Taya Bootcamp or if you have topic requests for this podcast slash show. Thank you again. Namaste. Thank you for listening. To learn more about the Stream of David, visit thestreamofdavid.com. For topic requests or to learn more about David's Taya Bootcamp, email david at thestreamofdavid.com. See you next week.